Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, tight. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning. Uh, you know, it's true. I got a bunch of texts in, by the way, that were all very, very funny. Uh, Chip Simmons is the Camby County Sheriff. He joins us as he does every Tuesday. Sheriff, welcome back. Good morning. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. There's, there's you, some hooping and hollering going on. Yeah, here. You, and, and you've been uh, out for a couple of weeks because you were in Jacksonville at a conference. You were in D.C. working on some stuff. Uh, anything to report from either of those places about things for Scambia County for your office? Well, you know, you go to the um, the winter conferences, the Florida Sheriff's Association winter conference, just a couple of days. And that's why we're in actually south of, of, uh, of Jacksonville. Just going over some of the latest laws and, and some of the... the I guess some of the things are trickling through the legislature that we might need to be aware of. And then as soon as we got back, they, for some reason, they coordinated both these conferences about the same time. So we went to D.C. And again, the same thing, but on a national level, trying to look at some of the you know, some of the legislation that may be coming through that might affect you know, how we police our communities. What I always think about something like that is it's not necessarily that you hear something said that you're like, I ought to do that, maybe. Um, but it's more that when you get around other people who do what you do, but they see the world differently, of course, because they have different experiences, it's kind of provokes you to think of things that might be able to be brought back or done differently or, oh, I hadn't thought of that. Is that does that? Yeah, I mean, we're always willing to, to steal a good idea. I, I'll be honest, though, up in a national one, there's there's some agencies up up in our northern part of our country that we don't want to we don't want to do what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, you know, but, yeah. and, and I feel bad for them. When we went to uh, D.C., a lot of the agencies up north are just envious of how we have it here in Florida and certainly how we have it here in Escambia County. Uh, most of them are actually picking our brains about the Blazer Academy and some of the, yeah. the movie nights that we have, some of the stuff that we have um, you know, that they wish they could do. Oh, that's and, great. And, and that they will do. So, But it does benefit you. You, you have an opportunity to talk to other agencies and, and see if there's some things that they could do that we can we could use to enhance what we do no i i, I think that's fantastic uh one thing i wanted to ask you about uh we talked with eric gilmore this morning about this but the uh text alert the you know uh run hide or fight thing that went out we all kind of know the what happened what went wrong and all of that um I, I guess i was surprised to learn that you guys aren't involved in that do you even have like could you send out an emergency alert or do you have to go through the county if you wanted to do something like that well, you know, I, I didn't even know they were doing it. I mean, I, to be honest, I didn't know. When we get a call like that, our primary goal was to get to the location. Sure. You know, we got a call from NAS, um, and, and we, we went there. We want to make sure that we coordinated our response to that to that, um, to that location. Same thing with the, the swatting incident. We were just trying to get there. Yeah. And, and until we, we get there, we can't tell people whether it's real or not because we have these things too often, you know, these, these fake calls and— um, so I, I didn't even know that the Scammy County was going to put that out until I started receiving those uh, people coming in. So we, what's going on with this? Yeah. And then we were trying to figure out why the information was inaccurate. And and you you talked to Eric and and you know he did uh, to his credit say hey we messed this thing up right, we, we right. probably should do try to do a better job. Uh, but could we do it? Uh, we don't have the mechanism to do that at the sheriff's office. We can put you know tweets out. We can put uh, um, press Amber releases alerts. out. We can put. Um, you know, different things from Facebook out. Um, and then we just, we did one last week, happening now type stuff. But, yeah. but, but we don't put out those types of mercy messages. Very good. Uh, a couple of things that have happened here locally. Uh, one that's been the, the most in the news the last uh, day or so is we had a, uh, a very young child at Montclair Elementary uh, had a gun in a backpack, but it wasn't loaded. But still, I mean, a gun at school for an elementary age kid, that's concerning. Oh, yeah. Obviously, we're we're looking into that. We're still investigating it on um, you know, we have some information, obviously, um, on how the child got the gun and, and what, what 
led him to get it to you know bring it to school. But again, it's a six-year-old uh, that is bringing a loaded gun into the into the house. So what we're looking for into the school, what we're looking at is is how did the child have access to the weapon, sure. and is that does that meet a criminal threshold, and and should we uh, should we charge someone for for having a gun that's so readily accessible to a six-year-old? Yeah. And again, uh, kids can be mischievous, and and they can they can get uh, to a lot of places that we're not aware of. So. You know that's part of what we're investigating, and then we'll decide to determine whether we should uh, initiate an affidavit or not. You've also had a handful of um, sort of car chase, foot chase events happen. I know one of them involved uh, Quentin Goldson. There were a couple of others as well. Um, any of these cases that you want to talk about specifically about what happened? Or well, we go to Quentin Goldson. Um, we had tried to stop him a couple of days earlier. We knew he's been wanted. You, you saw the list of all of the felonies that he was wanted for, like a list of, I think we mentioned eight of them on our post, but there were a couple more that we didn't even mention. But every time we tried to stop him, he would just take off, and, and he would just, without regard to anyone's safety. And so a couple of times we've, you know, we've canceled the chase, and a couple of times um, we, tried to, we tried to stop him. This last couple of days ago, we tried to stop him because um, I, I put out, we're not, we're not playing with these criminals. We, we have yeah. got to stop them. There's, you know, we, we always take the safety of the community and in, in, into consideration, and and we we weighed that and like you know what this guy's a danger to our community, and he's not going to stop. He's in and the next time a deputy gets behind him, he's going to do this again. He's going to go as fast as he can through a stop sign or red light, and so we need to do what we can when we have the opportunity to to stop him. So he was just actually like the third one that we've that we have um, intentionally stopped. And by intentionally, I mean bumped him and, mm-hmm. and did our best to, to stop this dangerous criminal. And, and we're not playing with him. We're, we're, we're going to do what we have to do. Our deputies do a fantastic job out there. I mean, we, if you recall, a week or two ago, we had a, a, a car that, that rammed two of our police cars yeah. at the gas station. Right, the right. guy had guns right there with him as well. And then we had one um, just last week that we, that we stopped as well. We, we, um, we turned them around a little bit, spun them in an intersection. And um, in the floorboard of the car was this big old, uh, you know, assault type pistol with a with a drum mm-hmm. magazine. And you know, we ended up catching that guy too. So, you know, we've had a couple of good three weeks of um, of putting some bad guys where they belong yeah. in the, in the jail. And all of our deputies have been okay. All the citizens have been okay. Yeah, we bumped up a, a, a couple of cars, but I'll I'll um, I'll fix myself if I have to. They can they can be they can repair. Yeah, I mean, we, <laughs> have, okay. we have we have good bumpers on our cars. And and again, I I just don't want these criminals. <laughs> Excuse me. We had the audacity um, of a criminal a couple about a year or so ago complain to a supervisor that the deputy chased him and he wasn't supposed to chase him. He thought he knew our policy that that, that the deputy should have stopped because his argument was that the deputy didn't follow your chase policy. He was complaining to the sergeant. I thought you had to stop when oh I ran god. a stop sign. Oh my god! That's the mentality that these people have, and and the problem is the next deputy or police officer that tries to stop them, they're going to take off and endanger the lives of our citizens, and, and we're not going to have any of it. Well, and, 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 of course, that's one of the unintentional byproducts of having a publicly known chase policy is, you know, mm-hmm. they criminals listen to the news and read the newspaper, or at least they hear it through the grapevine or whatever, you know, and sometimes that's a consequence, of course, of doing the right thing. You had done a press conference, and you and I had talked, or maybe it wasn't you and I, but I know you did the press conference, and you had talked about this string of shootings that we had, and, um, you know, one of the incidents in that string was you had found a 
basically a person found shot inside a car that was stolen that was burned over on Blue Angel. It looks like you've made an arrest in that case. Is that right? We have, yeah. If you recall, um, there was a body found on Blue Angel in a little isolated road off Blue Angel, and then the car uh, itself was found burned up. Mm-hmm. Um, and our investigators were on it again. Again, I, I couldn't be more proud of the work that they're doing. We arrested Nicholas Bronson Pierce, um, and raised 37 year old male and he we arrested him for the you know for that homicide so um, fortunately that's the only homicide we've had in, in, in you know a couple of months I guess so uh, which, which is by the way it's, it's an important note we've had incidents of shootings and alleged shootings but this is the only homicide we've had in a while which is still right. at the, I mean all of it's not good but the fact that it's only one out of what could have been more that's a you know, we'll take well, you know, that. The, yeah, there are some things that are out of our control. You know, we talk a little bit about the causes of these, of these homicides, and and two thirds of them are are drug related, mm-hmm. you know, uh, uh, greed related, and then one third of them are domestic violence related, and those are difficult for us to be right. again, inside someone's home. Um, but but yeah, I think that that some of the people that we're putting in jail, the, our cooperation with some of our federal federal partners, and just really the darn good police work that that our our guys are doing. Um, in our, our gun crimes unit, our warrant section, uh, we're getting some, like I said, the last three car chases, we've, we've been able to get some, some bona fide bad guys off the street, a lot of guns off the street, and, and you got to think that that's making a difference. I, I, I feel like that's making a difference. Um, you know, it, it's not going to stop at all, but we're going to be out there every day, you know, continuing to push for it. Absolutely. Uh, you've uh, been in the news a little bit lately for something that you and I have talked about before, uh, the Just shot lately, spotter. I'm yeah, I mean, every, well, that's true. That's, no, that's true. Uh, you, I see a lot of you on Channel 3. Um, yeah. But, you know, how... What I recall about the shot spotter technology that Mobile's been using is one of the challenges is having enough of a population density in order to justify the cost in the minimum amount of area that you have to buy to subscribe to the service or kind of some of the parameters. Um, I mean, how close are we to trying to implement that? And do you have locations already figured out where you want to do it? Yeah, we have locations. Again, they go by like square miles. And like yeah. you said, we it needs to be worth your while. If you if you put it way up in in, in Brat somewhere, we you know you may get a hunting rifle a time or two, but you're right. not really going to get a lot of uh, a lot of just random gunplay. I think that uh, we do have well, we do have the locations that are, are, are pinpointed. Um, but I, let me tell you, there, the shot spotter to me is part of a, a twofold process, and really a secondary to our real-time crime center that we're that we're, we've been working on. We should have by the end of the year. The shot spotter will be a part of that, and we're partnering. I have had a couple of conversations with with uh, Mayor Reeves, um, and and we understand the value of having a partnership. So we're we're working with um uh alex andrade representative and trying to get a an appropriation from the from the state for the shot spotter part of that and quite honestly if we don't get an appropriation for the the shot spotter we're probably not going to do that because it's pretty expensive again, yeah it's very expensive for what for what it gives you yeah now if it's something that we can get some some help from the state you know to, to fund it then i'm all in i, w- I want to do that but the the real-time crime center to me is more important than the shot spotter part of it because it helps you with every single crime and shot spotter just it doesn't always you know help you solve the crime so i have a, a weird <laughs> question that the answer is probably no but it just occurs to me um escambia county is building this uh, advanced traffic management system center you know over on w street by the eoc and i just wondered if there's any effort to coordinate the crime center with the traffic center if only because you know they're going to be able to control lights and things like that that might facilitate some of the get to the scene sort of stuff that you guys deal with is that even something that you guys are looking at i i hadn't even thought of it till now so you probably i don't know well yeah no we're, we're going to get with as if, if you recall some of the conversations the 
the real-time crime centers, are, we're not the first one to have it. Sure. I mean, uh, Okaloosa, Bay County, some of the smaller counties around us, Mobile, Baldwin County, they all have these these things. We've just been a little bit behind the times. Um, and, and, and now we're, we're getting up to speed rather quickly. And what we're going to do is once we get this, uh, the core, which we've already ordered, and, and I believe it's, it's coming in, uh, if it's not in already, um, and then we're going to build this up, and then we're going to we're going to uh, make those contacts about who we want to integrate with us. Okay. Again, we talked to Mayor Mayor Reeves about some of the cameras that are in the city. Um, we're going to approach the school district about about having oh, access to yeah. the schools, Makes the, sense. all the schools. And this again, it's not just what what this is what other agencies do. This is right. the, the model for the real time crime center, and so we're going to do that. And then obviously with the you know uh, potentially Department of Transportation and in the scheme of County, whatever cameras they have. Um, you know, it should it, it, our system will be able to accommodate all of those, and to have a, a, a robust crime uh, crime center like like we're going to have, then you need to have as many cameras as, yeah. as you can tied well, into and, them. You know, not just for getting to a place, but for chases and I mean, all of it seems like it. You know, there's no downside of being able to integrate if you can right. with that information. Well, the cameras already exist, so right. so let's let's go ahead and integrate. And we already have access to to some of the cameras in the, in the school district, so it's not it's not brand new. I mean, I I can't imagine anyone not agreeing to to work right. with the sheriff's office of and if 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 someone doesn't then we'll you know I'll, I'll question why right here on your show fair enough you know this is well sheriff uh, always good to have you on the show thanks so much for what you do of course thanks for keeping us safe and uh, we'll talk to you again next week you bet y'all take care sheriff